Welcome to our Clean Growth for Business podcast, where your business can get helpful advice about reducing its carbon footprint and its costs. In this episode, we hear from Marcus Hemsley, co-founder and director of marketing agency Fountain Partnership. I have long COVID. I've been struggling for 18 months. And actually the idea of the... So, so Fountain have taken a thing which I've come up with called the Million Tree Pledge. So we've pledged to plant a million trees within a set period of time. And we also are encouraging other people to, to do that, to think beyond our own emissions, because as you said, most people won't. But the story begins actually when I was struggling for breath, actually. I had you know, acute COVID, shortness of breath. Uh, it was back in April last year, rung the NHS and you know that they, they were very calm with me, but they said, look, we won't send the paramedics until your lips turn blue. And I thought, gosh, you know, so I was short of breath, but I wasn't so bad to an ambulance. I thought I just need a distraction. And I'd signed up recently to the ecology.com platform. I don't know if you've seen that, but anyone watching or listening, go to ecology with an eye.com. And it's like the Netflix subscription for the planet, you know, for a small fee a month, six pounds a month, you can plant trees and buy carbon credits and you know that they're trusted sources. But what they've done very well is they've got, you've got a virtual forest, you know, obviously you've got a real forest that's being planted in places like Mozambique and Madagascar, but you've got a virtual forest that you know, tallies how many trees you planted. So every time I got short of breath, I started planting more trees. And you know, I've always been very passionate about taking action on climate change and my time in bed feeling ill, I was reading up about it. And I, I learned a quite shocking fact that humanity in the last 200 years has cut down three trillion trees, which <laughs> so, so all of a sudden I thought, well, you know, we need to do more. All of us need to sort of essentially in this in this century, <laughs> there's only two games in town, right? There's draw down all the carbon emissions that we've put up and stop putting it up there. And trees are a great way of drawing it down. And you know, we've made this mess, we need to put the trees back. So I thought, right, I'm gonna to pledge to plant a million trees personally. I'm gonna get my business to do the same. And all of a sudden it dawned on me that, well, why don't I try and encourage, more? I set up something to encourage more people? And that's where the concept of Million Tree Pledge came from. So as a business, we started off climb to ecology, doing the basic, you know, for those listening who think, gosh, million trees, that's a lot. I'm a small business. Ecology, it starts at about you know, 50 pounds a month. They look at how many staff members you've got, what sort of, you know, what sort of cost you have um, to the environment. They tally it up for you and just it's a very quick win you can do. That and switching to obviously a renewable energy provider, those are sort of the, the quick wins that we started. The thing that's really interesting about it though, Richard, is the, the feedback I've got from clients. Like clients are quite inspired by this story and so are the staff. And what we've got is we've we set up a sustainability squad of 10 fountaineers who are just jumping all over this and going to you know, the next stages of our, of our plans really. So we, we, we set targets. So we're a data-driven marketing agency. And when we work with clients, we say, what does success look like? How many customers do you want? How much do you want to pay for them? And we set very clear goals. We call it goals-based marketing. So we said, look, we the, the two things that we want to do, we've decided, we've had, you know, we've got people's input, engaged them and said, we are going to race to zero emissions and get there by 2025, net zero, and we're going to plant a million trees. <laughs>
so we're so there's a way we're looking at it. there's sort of like five areas like i can run through if that just to give you guys a framework so number one was just it, we call it offset and quick wins so it was okay let's move to ecotricity renewable energy supplier you know we obviously we do a lot of google ads but you know we can set the browsers to be a cozier the tree planting thing there's and then we signed up to ecology that was sort of stage one Stage two is measuring, and that is the harder piece, right? You know, that is where the sustainability squad, we've got a few people that are really engaged in spreadsheets, so they, they enjoy it. <laughs> um, and it's measuring the, the scope one, two, and three emissions. I mean, I don't know if your listeners will know what those are. Shall I run through them quickly, Richard? Would that be useful? Yes, please. Okay, so, so scope one is the sort of three stages of just measuring and reducing. So scope one is fossil fuels, greenhouse gases you're burning on site. And the thing that a lot of businesses and houses have is a, is a boiler. So you're burning gas on site. Also, if you have a, you know, a, a combustion engine car, so petrol or diesel car that's owned by the company, those are the two main things. So Fountain doesn't have any company cars, but we did have a boiler in our old office. We've just moved to our new office and we put in air source heat pumps. So scope one is, is, is good. Scope two is emissions that are burnt off-site for you. So that is the renewable energy uh, solution, right? So if you, if you have... You know, if you with a, a provider of energy that is burning coal or gas, and you know, so you're still paying for it to be burnt off site. So that's scope two, and that can be solved very quickly. Scope three is the big one because that's everything else that you, you you purchase. You know, from buying paper to laptops to you know, um, trips that commutes to back and forth to work. So it's almost like the third party. Uh, the nice thing about scope one, two, and three is your your scope three is someone else's scope one and two. So what you then do is identify the providers that are on this journey as well. So actually there is an onus. And I think for a lot of businesses listening is sort of like you need to get on board with this because you know, you, your customers will be demanding if you're B2B, for example, will be demanding that actually you're on this journey and you can show it. And lots of people are showing it on their websites or they're moving towards becoming a B Corp, which encompasses other social stuff. But that's, so that's, that's set two is, is the measuring piece. And once you can measure it, you can then move on to point three, which is reduce. And other things we've done, there's a, I mean, I don't want to, I mean, I've named Ecotricity, but we're looking at Octopus EV. So it's electric uh, car leasing scheme, which uh, employees can have through, um, uh, was it? Uh, sacrifice, uh, salary sacrifice, because the benefit in kind, I believe, of electric cars is only 1%, whereas obviously if I was going to give the guys Ferraris, I'm not, but you know, the, the benefit in kind, the tax they pay on that through their salary would be significantly higher. So there, there are things there where we can say to the team, look, we can try and get you all driving electric cars for the same amount or less than what you're currently paying your dealership for your petrol or diesel car. <laughs> So we, we've done something which, yeah, is, is perhaps counter to most people, which is to we have taken a new office. So we've got the old Lloyds Bank, which is right next to Aviva on Surrey Street in the city centre. Now, our, our previous one was on Bethel Street in the city centre as well. And, and a lot of people, a lot of our staff actually live in Norwich. So there isn't a huge commute. And, uh, you know, we decided to do that partly because obviously we took, we took surveys of people and, you know, mental health is a big challenge as well. And, you know, some of them are single or, you know, it's tough to actually you know, be your best self if you don't have your colleagues. So it's a trade off. But that's where the idea of you know, Octopus EV comes in. And 
you know, and it's not just the commuting, it's also just people traveling to, well, most of our clients are London based, you know, so it, it is that thinking, do we need to go down there? I think the good thing that COVID has done is it makes us think twice about, do we have to go to London? I mean, well, we were getting the train most of the time, but, you know, we were, we were clocking up the miles seeing clients because we had a thing where we wanted to give them the best service possible and the best way to serve someone is to turn up and explain something. Whereas I think COVID, COVID has changed that. The, a policy that an agency that based um, down south that I really love, they're called Whole Grain Digital. They've got a policy which we, we haven't bought in yet, but I want to play with it. It's about holiday. So if you, if you choose not to fly, if you get train or electric car or ship to your holiday destination, we will give you the extra days off free. So it won't take out of your annual annual leave. To, to make that journey because it's not just you know the the, the perhaps additional cost is that you know it's, it's the extra time and to say well why should I take an extra four days of annual leave to get the train to Barcelona when I could just get a flight for 50 quid so it, it's just encouraging people to perhaps do those things because it's not just the transport into work it's the transport that that people take and flying obviously is you know horrifically detrimental to the planet as we know you know you wouldn't go as far as you know banning it at all to people but to sort of encourage them you know and, and offering policies like that i mean they that they also have a vegan policy where you know that they'll i think they'll pay for people's lunch if it's vegan but if they want to go eat meat then they can pay for it themselves. so it's just that thing of encouraging people saying look you know you can still do the, the some of the lifestyle choices which perhaps you enjoy but aren't as good for the environment but we'll try and make it easier for you to make the easy choices and encourage you so at least there's some movement in that direction and i think being open to creative suggestions like that are important, but it's important that they come from the staff. I think with, with the company I mentioned, it was it was the team that was coming up with them. I think if the founders start doing that, that might cause a bit of friction, a sort of sense of policing. A big thanks to Marcus for telling us about the progress Fountain Partnership is making on its journey to net zero. Don't forget to visit the New Anglia LEP and Norfolk and Suffolk Unlimited websites for details of our upcoming Clean Growth for Business events, free online resources to help you make changes to your business, and future episodes in this series.